Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a super short and sweet edition of Let's Unpack That, where this politically engaged queer millennial unpacks topics at the top of his mind through the lens of anxiety, depression, and everything in between. Um, This week, I'm not unpacking an entire episode because there's a lot going on in terms of politics. So um, if you follow me on Instagram and you've been following my stories, you've probably seen that I've been talking a lot about the uh, DNC, which is the Democratic National Convention. So um, the DNC is um, the biggest event in Democratic politics um, next to the election. It happens every four years, um, and it's basically the official time where Joe Biden will accept the party's nomination. So it's a four-day-long event with a bunch of different speakers, and then it culminates in a um, speech by Joe Biden where he accepts the party's nomination. So there's a lot of stuff happening this week. There's also a lot going on um, with the post office. So taking a full week off of the podcast to really be able to dedicate time to this stuff. So um, it's not to say that there won't be an episode next week because there will. Um, And just so um, you guys know, still fully moving forward um, with the podcast. It's just that this week, my efforts, my energy, and my anxiety is telling me to cover the Democratic National Convention. So I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, you have seen that already. So um, a couple of things that I'm super excited for in terms of the DNC. Um, Number one um, is all of the different voters that have been represented already on Monday night and the voters that are going to be represented in um, the future nights to follow. So um, we already heard from George Floyd's family, his brother spoke, and then a lot of other Black Lives Matter activists were able to speak um, and give their thoughts and opinions on the Black Lives Matter movement and why this is so important right now. Um, we also heard from a lot of people who have been impacted by COVID, um, how they've lost their jobs, how they have um, struggled to maintain profitability in their businesses. Um, we've heard really unique stories around um, how people have lost family members um, and how that is channeling into their activism. So um, really a, a ton a ton going on um, the first night, but there's so many other voices. Like I'm recording this on Tuesday and tonight, um, they're planning to get to all 57 states and territories to hear from voters there. Um, and that I think is really unique and something that only a virtual convention like this can bring us. So um, definitely would encourage you um, to listen to get just diverse perspectives on America, whether you're more progressive, more moderate, somewhere in between. Um, I think it's really important to hear from as many voices as possible. Um, and then number two, I personally love the political speeches. I know a lot of people don't because um, sometimes it can sound like uh, people are uh, parading or they're performing um, or they're sort of... Um, Uh, trying to take advantage of a moment to further themselves. But I do think that a lot of people have some really good things to say. Michelle Obama's speech last night was absolutely incredible and emotional and impactful and just, I think, did such a fantastic job to speak to the moment that we're in, that Joe Biden is our only option 
to defeat Donald Trump, and we all need to rally around that concern. Um, she talked a lot about the importance of empathy, and all of us know that this particular president is not empathetic at all. So um, that's one speech that I feel like really does well. There's other speeches, uh, you know, that I watched last night, like Amy Klobuchar talked for a little while, and I didn't really understand what her entire message was, and I, I understood she's there because she's popular, um, but I, I particularly her, her the way that she speaks doesn't particularly resonate with me. So there's people like that that I don't particularly like, but then there's people like Michelle Obama and Bernie Sanders who just give these absolutely incredible speeches. Um, and so that's the second thing. And then the third thing, um, there's a ton of really cool musical performances. So last night we saw Maggie Rogers and Leon Bridges, who are two of my favorite people in general um, in terms of performers. But also I know they have a lot of other stuff uh, lined up. So the celebrity thing, I think it's it's uh, it's also an interesting thing. Like, why are you here? But I think with the musical performances, the interludes, the transitions between um, all of the different content, I think it is really, really exciting. Um, and uh, also, a personal note, um, my favorite, my absolute favorite act actress, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, is hosting on Thursday, which is the last night. So uh, if you watched Veep, or if you watched Seinfeld, or if you've seen her in any of her other iconic appearances, I think that you would really enjoy um, her hosting on Thursday, um, especially because I hope she attacks it from like a sense of urgency about Donald Trump. She's very politically engaged, but also um, just from like a comedic perspective, because I think it'll be important for us to laugh. Uh, there's a lot of really heavy and hard hitting um, messages and videos that have went out. So I think it will be important for us to still find some joy. And I think that she can bring that um, and some form of humor that I think will be appropriate for an audience like this. So um, those are just kind of some of my thoughts um, around the Democratic National Convention, I think it's really important to watch um, just so you can see the message behind Joe Biden. And I think you can see the things that are going to excite him and excite the people who support him of why they want to vote for him. And you're hearing really candid, oftentimes live reflections from voters. Um, you know, these are people who are set up in their homes with like maybe a ring light or not just talking about why they want to vote for Joe Biden. And I think that that's a really human element of Joe Biden and the Democratic Party that you won't necessarily see next week when Trump does his um, convention for the Republican National Convention. So I think hearing stuff like that, listening to those stories, being in tune with them is really important. Um, and then I would also just kind of close out this podcast by encouraging you to read more about the United States Postal Service um, and what's happening. Um, Machines are being removed, um, uh, drop boxes are being removed, um, workers aren't being paid overtime, so mail's not getting delivered, and Donald Trump on Fox Business explicitly said that he doesn't want mail-in voting because people are going to be voting. So I just feel that it's really important for us to dig into the Postal Service thing because it's like three issues combined into one. Um, I'm not going to get into it here. I'm going to talk about it on another episode later on because I know that there's going to be updates, but this is really fucking serious. Um, the Democratic uh, members of the House have actually returned to the Senate floor or to the, to the congressional floor to um, 
vote on funding for the United States Postal Service since the situation is so dire. So they they called a halt to their recess so they could do this. It's just very atypical. And you probably saw it blow up over this weekend. It's probably going to continue to blow up. People are going to continue to make comments and say things. And uh, your ways to get active and get involved will change. Um, I think the easiest thing is text USPS to 50409. Uh, that's what I did last night. And then I was able to sign the petition only to find out that I signed this petition back in April. So this is not something that has uh, <laughs> that is new. It's just something that is really gaining traction right now. And there's multiple layers that make it a little bit complex. So uh, Crooked Media's most recent podcast um, that they released on Monday did a really good job of summarizing what's happening. Um, the Tangled newsletter that I have recommended that people subscribe to multiple times did a really good breakdown of what's happening and a really passionate plea from Isaac, who's actually independent, around why this is corrupt. Um, and I think that you can find a ton of different resources online of, of different advocates and allies who are speaking up against this. So it's just my plea for all of you to get involved um, and start speaking up and share it with people. This is an issue that affects voters both, you know, Democrat and Republican, rural and urban and suburban, it affects everyone. And the post office is a branch of government that has a really high approval rating. And we can't let those valuable postal workers who have been impacted very heavily by COVID-19 um, to not be able to be part of our electoral process and deliver all of our mail-in ballots. Um, I'm going to be voting by mail. I trust the system. There is very, 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 very limited fraud when it comes to this system. So um, I highly recommend that you reach as many people as possible, read as much as possible, um, and just make sure that um, you are engaged in this process because democracy is literally being attacked in front of us and uh, it's not exactly cool. So um, again, please uh, follow me on Instagram if you're interested, um, at It's Paul Warren. Um, and also um, stay tuned for more convention updates. Um, I don't necessarily do memes, but I do offer um, my hot takes on the stupidity of some of the speeches and decisions made. Um, so um, please follow along and uh, please save the United States Postal Service. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.